Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. On News Radio 930 WBEN, this is Buffalo Means Business, where we tell the stories of local businesses and services. I'm Randy Bushover. If there's a business or service you'd like to hear featured, send me an email at randy.bushover at entercom.com. And having said that, more of an educational component to the segment here. Brad Rogers, who is headmaster at the Gao School, joining me. And Brad, for those not aware, Gao, I always think Gowanda right away. Am I on the right track? Well, not quite, although Gowanda is wonderful. <laughs> so whereabouts are you? Yeah, the Gao School is located in South Wales, New York, just outside of the beautiful village of East Aurora. And what is it that makes the Gao School maybe different than the public Catholic experience that most people are aware of? Yeah, yeah. So the Gao School is a world-class organization, and we exist to teach students with dyslexia and related language-based learning disabilities how to meet success in school, specifically beyond high school into college, university, and life. So you're very much targeting a specific group with this, and it really doesn't have any boundaries for male-female, right? Yeah, yeah. So the mission of the Gao School is to provide a college preparatory education which remediates the dyslexia or the reading disorder. So started in 1926, we began as an all-boys boarding school, and now today we serve 155 students, grades 6 through 12, both boys and girls. The co-education switch occurred in 2012, and we're moving forward in that direction, but all of our students come to us with some type of academic skill that is a strength, be it art, engineering, technology, uh, persuasion, but yet all of our students also carry this dyslexia, this reading impairment that's brought them school struggle for a lot of years. So they land at Gao, It really wasn't the plan of the family to have their child go away to a boarding school, but nonetheless, their educational needs are such that they need specialized programming, which we provide. So they land, they arrive at campus. Shortly thereafter, students realize, these are my people. These are my learning peers. I can be successful here with this specialized education programming and still pursue strengths, as I said, whether it's technology or art or music. And again, just to kind of step back a little bit, dyslexia itself. I've worked with someone who had that condition, so I know essentially, but it's a really dumbed-down version. I'm sure you could do much better. Kind of jumbling numbers and letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So dyslexia is a learning style. Uh, people with dyslexia have a different way of seeing the world. Specifically, in the form of print language, oftentimes someone with a reading disorder will find print language very frustrating. It's time-consuming to read. Oftentimes there are errors, reversals, as you say, and it's just not about mixing up a D and a B. It's about processing print, comprehending language in the printed form. So this is frustrating. About 60% of our students also have some element of attentional impairment. So we typically think of this as ADHD or ADD. 
We view intentional impairments in some ways as a strength, where we're trying to train our students how to focus on one thing at a time instead of seven or eight things all at once. And you mentioned that it's uh, grades 6 through 12? Yeah, yeah. So students... So, it, so that's got to be a little difficult because I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. That at, at some point, these people have all been diagnosed way earlier than that. Yeah, yeah. And so the average age for a student to be diagnosed with a reading disorder is grade 4. That's 10 years old. So once this child has been identified as needing specialized reading programming, schools do their very best to assist, to provide tutoring, but yet these students need a specialized type of remedial training we call reconstructive language. And reconstructive language is the backbone of our academic program. So it's true, Randy, students will come to us with three, four, five years of school frustration. They know they're struggling. They're beginning to feel stupid or unsuccessful in school. So we have to also help them rebuild their self-esteem because school is a dangerous place for an 11-year-old who reads badly. There's no secrets in the classroom. In fact, I could go to any classroom in this wonderful city and say, hey, kids, who's the best reader in the class? And if you do that in a group of fourth graders, they all know the best reader. Concurrently, those kids also know who is the worst reader. So uh, our students, before landing at GAO, are typically asked to do things publicly in school that they don't do well. So there's a rebuild. There's a rebuild of the self-esteem as we deliver the academic programming through reconstructive language, which is simply old-fashioned phonics, teaching students how to master the relationship between the symbol and the sound. So yeah, kids come. They come to us. They're feeling frustrated. They're, they're timid. They're overwhelmed. But shortly after they arrive, they realize, I can be successful at the Gao School. You're listening to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. We're having a discussion with Headmaster Brad Rogers with the Gow School. And another thing that occurs to me is that this is also, as you've mentioned, a boarding school. So naturally, you keep the students on premises, even though some of these people are from not too far away here in Buffalo, Western New York. Yeah, yeah. So being the world-class organization that we are, we, we first of all, we were the first school in the world specifically designed for students with dyslexia and reading disorders. That all started in 1926. Our research-driven curriculum now is presented to students from 24 states in the U.S., from Connecticut to California to Florida to Alaska. We have students all over the U.S., and it's also an international school where currently we have students from 17 different nations, ranging from Canada to Trinidad to South Korea. Does the actual school term run more or less the same as it does for Buffalo uh public and Catholic schools? Yeah, it, it does similarly. Because we're a college preparatory school, our calendar is designed to mirror that of a typical semester format at a liberal arts college. So usually this first semester will begin around Labor Day. We work really hard. Of course, every six weeks there's a holiday and we take a break. And our uh, most of our students will head home for the week, catch their breath, recharge and then come back so we go first semester typically runs into the middle of December then we have a semester exams we break for the holidays then we're back in action early January and we'll run hard until about May 15th and we do have classes on Saturday again boarding school teenagers 
we don't want them to be bored on the weekends, so we gift them with this wonderful day of classes on Saturday. Now, as a boarding school, are there different rules, requirements that you have for the students you attend? Yeah, yeah, sure. So it's a community. And um, think about it for a moment, 155 teenagers all living collectively. And we as a faculty and staff, we live on campus. So we are their parents when they are on campus. We provide not only the academic program during the traditional school day, but then there's extracurricular activities in the afternoon. Those range from drama, music, soccer, athletics, engineering clubs. So they're occupied and busy and doing hands-on things, learning by doing until dinner time, and then we all have dinner together. And then after dinner, we clean up, and then off to study hall we go from uh, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. every night. Those study halls are proctored by our teachers, and in those study halls we'll have you know, a, a bunch of students receiving uh, one-on-one attention from teachers in a variety of academic disciplines. But in the end, our teachers teach all day, they coach in the afternoon, and we run the dormitories. It's truly a, a village or a culture of learners. Dress code, too? Because that's what I'm thinking, you know, oh, public-private yeah. kind of... Sure, sure. So the philosophy of the school, it's a traditional school. We're a coat-and-tie school, and not only do we teach the academic programming of phonological awareness, but we teach grace, manners, decorum, social skills. So if you were to land at the Gao School as we speak... Those young men and women were in coat and tie. We dress for success. Of course, on the weekends, it's a bit more relaxed. During athletic events, of course, students can you know express themselves a bit more in their attire. But for sure, it's a very structured environment, a lot of routines, a lot of guidelines, a lot of parameters. And that truly is what sets a student up with dyslexia for success in school. And as you mentioned, things run through Saturday, so six days a week, and they essentially get Sunday off. When it gets to summer, do they get the summer off? Yeah, so um, we encourage our students, um, as they've been at Gao for a few years, to go out and explore, to do a summer internship, to seek summer employment, but still keep the, keep the brain engaged in academic programming. We also offer a summer program at the Gao School. It's called the Gao School Summer Program. It's an academic program in the morning where we have the same reconstructive language, technology, math programs available. And that starts in the morning, goes till lunchtime. We break for lunch, and then it becomes a traditional summer camp experience. That's a different set of students. Often, Randy, families that are thinking about the Gao School, they spend time on our website, they, they develop some anxiety about the notion of a boarding school. There's a lot of worry, but nonetheless, in their heart, they know that their child needs this special programming, which is expensive, and we'll talk about that in a moment. So the summer camp, which really is summer school, but with lots and lots of fun built in, it's a five-week program, which we sometimes refer to as an hors d'oeuvre. Oftentimes, students will come to camp for that five-week program. It's day and boarding. Within a week or two, the 10, 12, 13-year-old child, mom, dad, this is the place where I can be successful. These are my people. These teachers get me. I understand how they teach. So in essence, sometimes the child is driving the possibility of coming to the school. Inevitably, they land at the school and they begin the application because it fits, it works. 
So uh, camp is the hors d'oeuvre. In fact, we've got an open house for our summer camp and our summer school coming up on March 14th. It's a Saturday. I'd encourage all of our listeners who are thinking their child may have some dyslexia, may have some language-based learning disabilities. If they're needing a change, this could be that option. Come check it out. We'll take good care of you. It's a couple hours in the morning. Bring your son, bring your daughter. You'll see our students in action. Our kids will kind of drive the open house program. And I want to extend that invitation to families, educators, anybody who's interested. You keep mentioning 155. Is that like the hard, fast limit for enrollment for you? Yeah, so that's a floating number, right? I mean, as I said, this is an expensive endeavor. Uh, The tuition for one student to attend the school for one year is approximately $70,000 U.S. That's simply because our four-to-one student-teacher ratio is true. Think about that. Every student we bring in, or every, every four students we bring in, we need to make a hire. And it's not a regular education teacher. It's a teacher with professional credentials supporting their knowledge and delivery of instruction in reconstructive language. So uh, the good news that um, 38% of our current students are receiving need-based financial aid, and the average financial aid awa- uh, award is approaching $30,000. So we realize that not everyone can afford this. We um, take great strides to make an annual commitment to need-based financial aid. And we go out and produce over almost over $2 million to distribute to those families who demonstrate need, which this year is about 38% of our student population. Somebody wants to know more information about, first of all, the open house, which you mentioned, coming March 14th, or the Gao School in general. Yeah. Uh, the website, best way yeah, to Yeah, the best way to start the process is go to the website. And we think families will spend um, numerous visits on the website. There's video clips, there's interviews, there's photos, a lot of good information. The best way to learn about the Gao School is make the phone call, call the main line. It's right on the website. Schedule a time to come in. And being on campus is so much better than landing on that website, but the website is a good start. And the website would be? www.gow.org. We try to keep it simple. Gao.org. Check it out. That all kind of makes sense and ties in together. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to get the word out for you. Thank you, sir. That is Brad Rogers. He is headmaster at the Gow School. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 